to episode 126 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast, our relaxed bit episode where we discuss horror movies and the horror genre. I'm one of your hosts, Jennifer Strand, and joining me is our very own limb collector, Dan McGinnis. Good morning. Good morning indeed. Dan, what you been doing? Uh, it was my birthday. Yay, happy the birthday, other, Dan. The, the other week. Uh, other week. It was actually, yeah, the other week, I was 45. Nice. I went to Wallaroo. Nice. Got a house down there, it was right on the beach. Uh, we hired it for a while, me and the family, and we went down there. And I just, because it was my birthday, I got to do whatever I wanted, and it wasn't going to the beach, which was what, <laughs> we were on the beach. You were literally on the beach. Yeah, and yeah. my wife went there like two times a day, but I didn't. Yeah. I uh, sat around and played my new video game I got. My mm-hmm. wife bought me The Binding of Isaac, Re- Re- what's the game? Uh, Repen- Repents? Repentance, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The latest one, which is everything. Yeah. Like the big one. Sure. Um, I played that. I uh, sat around, I wrote, I just sketched pictures from my video game that's coming out and just had a real nice week, four days it was for, mm. four nights. And I was just like, yeah, cool. That sounds so Willery's nice. Wallery's nice as well. Yeah, Wallery is very you nice. You just walk down the road and there's like a nice cafe and you eat, you know, does all the food you want and cocktails and yeah, it was nice weather. It wasn't too hot, it wasn't too cold and mm. went out to dinner each night, most nights and stuff. <sighs> it, was, it was just easy Nice to not do or think about anything. Yeah. But no one wants to hear about other people's holidays. <laughs> I'm also working on my game. Yeah. Fairly furiously. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving what I've seen so far it's, of it. It's very, it's a very slow process now. That's Especially funny. with a person like me. He doesn't have he's a spare time. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I've just started designing the look of the levels now. So, the rooms. Cause it's a top-down kind of vibe. Yeah. Set in hell. Mm-hmm. Well, a version of hell. Well, why wouldn't a it be? A stupid version of hell. doesn't matter. There's dicks in it. <laughs> Man, is there dicks in it. I expect nothing less. There is violence, dicks, fucking paying out weeboos. Heaps, because I don't like weeboos. No, me neither. <laughs> um, I'm sure there are some good weeboos out there. No, oh, no, because yeah. weeboo, weeaboo, sorry. Weeaboo is like, it's a bad thing. Mm. Like, it's all the worst thing parts of anime fandom mm-hmm. like it's not just it's not like you know i love anime and all yeah. that but i don't count myself as a weeaboo because that's like it's like the worst side of it it's like, yeah you know, you know there's a bad side to everything oh yeah fandoms yeah i think that's that's one of the things about anime that i've learned over the years is because anime is good yeah it's just there's a lot of crap cunts that like it yeah. And like, unfortunately, they're the ones that are the most vocal about it and they ruin it for the people. And that, that... that is exactly the problem. It's like the people that are the I most vocal and ignorant. Like, yeah. It's the same with every scene. Yeah. Oh, every yeah. Music scene. There's... Like, the people that are the most vocal. And they're gatekeeping most... and all this yeah. shit. Like, but yeah. don't get me wrong. I fucking love anime. I fucking mm. love it, mate. Yeah. I watched Spirit Away the other day for the very first time. Did you like it? Liz made me watch it. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Did it feel long to you, that film? It did feel long. Is that, um, there's like four parts to it, it feels like. like As in, like, you know, you got a middle. Normal films have a start, middle, of end. That's got a whole nother act in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, no, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I was, I think I was annoying Liz with it because I was making commentary the whole way through. Um, so everything she was doing. <laughs> did you watch like, it in English? Uh, yes. All the Ghibli films have really good English. They do, yeah. Uh, that's so, another thing with anime people. Like, oh, no, you have to watch the the, the original Japanese. I'm like, nah, I just watch it in whatever's the best recorded. Like, yeah. Just look it up. It's like, the voice acting's good in English. I'll watch it in English. Because, like, you know what? It's my language that I can, like, I can look away for a second. Yeah. But don't get me wrong, I still watch heaps of oh, subtitle yeah. stuff as well. However you want to watch it, it doesn't matter. Does yeah. it affect anyone? No. Shut up. Exactly. Anyway. Um, I had an MRI the other day. Why? Uh, well, I've hurt my back. So I've had like decades of like... Back pain. Back pain. Chronic pain. Um, but I've done something to my... I think I've pinched something in my neck and it's causing me a lot of pain in my left arm. Oh, it's yeah. It's been like that for, I don't know, three months now. And it's, it's, it just hasn't gone away on its own um, like the doctor thought. So they've referred me. I got an MRI. Um, they're the dun 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 yeah, dun. Yeah, like they're fucking weird, aren't it's they? It's literally half an hour in this fucking enclosed thing. You're wearing earplugs. They basically like strap your head in. You can't move, and then it's just half an hour of all these fucking sounds. 
Meanwhile, you've they, luckily they've got this little mirror above your head so that you look like you're looking out of the machine. Otherwise, people are just going to have fucking panic attack freakouts and get Dude, super. I had one the other day. You remember on my shot on my like arm, mm. and I had to have my arm out and yeah. do it face down Ugh. for half an hour with my arm straight up like, yeah. into the ground, and then the I I wasn't allowed to move at all. But I had the ear plugs in, in with the the ear muff. But except my ear was crunched on yeah. the ground. So my ear was crunched and killing. My arm like seized up, and I just wasn't allowed to move. And I got to the point where all I had to do, I was in so much pain, I just had to count seconds. Yep. Right till like. Oh, uh, it was fucked. Yeah, the last the, I did a CT. Wasn't in pain from the thing. It was just in pain from like the position I had to be yeah. in. And to stay there for half an hour. Yep. Like, it was horrible. Like I had a CT scan not too long ago. And so I'm talking, my back hurts, my arm hurts. And they're like, oh, you need to sit with your arm up. I'm like, that hurts. Mm. Fucking ridiculous. But it was a very interesting experience to have is having this MRI. All right. What are we doing Anyway, today? So we are doing an anniversary episode. Is it our anniversary? It is not our anniversary. Cool. Uh, we are looking at horror films, really, some of our favorite horror films released uh, in 83, 93, 2003, and 2013. So oh. we are talking 40th, 30th, 20th, and 10th anniversary. Ah, oh, so like from from this year, so 2023. Yeah. So 10 years, 10 years, 10 years, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I thought it was something a little bit different. It is a bit different, and there's not much you can really say about it apart from 19. Oh, I wrote. Hang on, I wrote in the wrong. I've written the wrong date in it. Have I, I looked? Wrong... Is one of my films of the wrong year? Wait, wait, let me quickly do this. Oh, you, you can... need to. You need to check. All right. Well, I'll you check. No, nah, it, it's all right. No, nah, I'm Don't, right. You good? All right. Well, you kick us off. Go for it. So my first film, 1983. That's 83. Yep, 83. Our first decade is. Videodrome. Of course. Cronenberg. Of course. How can you go wrong? Peter mm-hmm. Weller. <laughs> Peter Weller. <laughs> Fucking, uh, we've done a whole episode on this, have we? We haven't done a Videodrome episode. Really? No. We've just talked about it. We, we just talk about it a lot. That's weird. Yeah. That's my next pick. So your next pick? Next, next pick, yeah. Right. Um, Videodrome. Uh, for those who haven't seen Videodrome, it is quite an experience. It's definitely one of those... I like my slow burn ones every now and then. It's mm-hmm. weird. I like, but it's also because it's Cronenberg. It's yep. got that element of that body horror manipulation of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's, it's a lot like that. So the story is, if you can, uh, if, it's one of those one things that every time you watch it, you get a bit more of the story and you think you understand it a little bit more. It's one of those films that yep. like, because it's so, as I say, avant-garde. It's just like, yeah. And so 83 as well. So you got Peter Weller. I can't remember his character's name. It's James Woods. What? Is that his name? It's James Woods. Is it? Is the actor. It's not Peter Weller? No. You're right. Yeah. I'm completely wrong. No, that's fine. Oh, fuck. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I'm always wrong. No. That's fine. Anyhow, James Woods, <laughs> <laughs> who I just never said, who I said those all those other times, Um, he works for... What is he? He's like a guy works for like television or something like that. He's like a got to do with like he works for a TV company or something like that. And his TV company's like you know ratings are going down. They're trying to find new ratings or whatever. And um, he's he's he has to go find new shows or some shit. And he comes across like a a, a show called Video Drone. Mm. Drome, where a uh, from what it looks like, it's just basically a snuff movie. Yeah, it's and it's, it's hidden in a frequency. They get it through like a tower and yeah. one of the one of their like, you know, it's like on a hidden frequency. It has um, uh, is it Blondie in it? Yeah, Debbie Harry's in it. Debbie Harry's in it, and she's in this Videodrome episode, and he he gets this kind of obsessed with it, and they look it up, and he wants it for the you know for this for his TV station, and. Anyway, he starts looking deeper and deeper into it and it starts to become like this real weird conspiracy yes kind yep. of thing of what video drone is and how they make the episodes and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just, and it goes to it goes to some really weird points. There's a dude in it where he only exists on videotape. Mhm. So you can talk to this guy. I think this guy runs video drone. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the guy who runs Video Drone, you can only speak to him via video. And he's basically recorded every possible answer you could have for any question and recorded it onto VHS. And then somehow when you you talk to him, it all the answers. Like, he plays the bits. Yeah. Just shit like that. And you're like, what? And then you, you find out kind of thing that, like, and he kind of got, gets mixed up with Deborah Harry, have a, like, a love thing. And then you find out that once you've watched Videodrome, when someone's watched it, it, like, causes, like, basically a tumor to grow in your brain. Yeah. From watching the show. And then you go to Videodrome and they put you into this machine. And then your hallucinations from this thing is what is the next episode of Video Drone. Mm. Um, Do you know how many times I've fucking seen Video Drone, but I can never tell you what happens in Video Yeah, Drone? yeah, I, I can. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, basically, to watch Video Drone is to, like pass it on. You then go to them and they put this cosmic machine on you, which records the new Video Drone. Except he rebels against it, and the hallucinations start to become more real but the borderline between hallucinations and video drone and reality start to shift mm. so video drone's goal is to make the video drone reality he starts a, a movement against it called the new flesh yep and he starts yelling out shit like fucking long, like down with video drone long live the new flesh a fucking gun he hides a gun in, in his chest cavity and he pulls it out because, like, the realities are, like, bending and stuff. And, fuck, it's it's, it's definitely a fucking ride to that film. Mm. And you've got that kind of... If you've ever seen, like... If, if you haven't seen Video Drone, but you have seen, like, Naked Lunch, that's why I was getting confused. So, yeah, Weller, you think yeah. Peter Weller, yeah. Um, it, uh, it has that kind of same vibe of, like, mm. watch reality, watch real... Um, you know, what is this representing? Why is that? <laughs> yep. And there are some fucking shocking scenes in there. He puts his face into a television. Yeah. yeah, there's some great It's 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 like real horror. Like Yeah. It's it's, it's well it's Cronenberg, so it is body horror and it's it's of course it's it's visceral, it's it's gratuitous, it's it's yeah, classic Cronenberg. Yeah. Um, we def I don't see why we we definitely need to do it as an episode at, at least once. I could swore we've already done it. Nah, we just talk about it a lot. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. What's your next one? So right. What's your 83? So my 83 is The Hunger, uh, directed by Tony Scott. Bowie. Yep. <laughs> Bowie. Bowie. Starring I'm a Bowie. Bowie, Susan Sarandon, and Catherine Deneuve. So this is basically a uh, vampire love story. Um, Miriam, this beautiful vampire played by Catherine Deneuve, um, she's got her lover, uh, David Bowie. They go out, they sex up. They and it's actual David Bowie. As it's well. actual David Bowie. Yeah. They, you know, they feed. They do the vampire thing. Now, her attention then goes to Susan Sarandon, who plays a, a scientist, and she starts to fall in love with Susan Sarandon. So she decides to do whatever she can to to talk to her, to get to know her, to seduce her, to do all this stuff. Meanwhile, the relationship between her and her and Bowie Who? He, Who and Bowie? Uh, between Miriam, Catherine Deneuve, oh, yeah. and Bowie starts to fade, which means Bowie, who has lived years and years and years as a vampire, a young man, he starts aging. So oh, because so their relationship is breaking Because up. their relationship is breaking What a down. metaphor. Yeah. So as her attention has come away from him, it goes on to her. He's starting to become older and whatnot. So she's basically like, uh, Susan Sarandon's character is a scientist. She is also like looking up the effects of aging and basically like they have this relationship as well. So it's... It, it's a very sexy kind of film. Um, you know, we get uh, the opening sequence is fantastic because it's Bauhaus's Bella Lugosi's Dead played to them up in the club, picking up some people, bringing them back to the house, like offering them some drugs and fucking. So fucking. Fucking. Not killing them. Oh, yeah. No, they kill them, but they, they have a party first. Like it's, you know, they've they've done this for years. Yeah, like, they rule, don't fuck your food. Actually, vampires break that rule all the time. They do. They do, don't it's they? all they do. Um, yeah, this is just one of those films, like, it's super well made. 
Um, it's just, it's very pretty to watch. Uh, yeah, we get a lot of nudity. That's fine. Whatever. Um, I don't really have too much else to say about it. It's, it's got, it's, I just like, really like the concept. It's one of those films that's kind of stuck with me all these years. Um, after watching it the first time, it's very 1980s. It's got that very sort of heavy new wave kind of like vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah. I like new Um, wave. Yeah. So it's just everything about it is just really kind of, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's a, I don't want to say it's a vibe that makes the, no. It's too modern. It's too modern, but it's. It's definitely a thing. It's definitely a thing. Uh, um, yeah, it's super well made. It's definitely worth a watch at least once. Not for you because there's too much sex in it. Yeah, I just don't like sex. No, I know. In in, in things. Film. <laughs> yeah, just try to be doing it myself. Which is fine. So yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll move on. <laughs> well, uh, moving on to 1993, quite possibly the worst. Yeah, year in you horror thought films. 99 was the worst year for horror? Nuh-uh. Nah, this was shit, yeah, eh? 93 is a There is nothing abysmal. out. Man, the one you chose is gross as well. What do you, what do Anyhow, you mean? I chose, I decided to go a bit out of left field and I, I was obsessed with this film when it came out, or when I saw it. It's Cannibal the Musical. <laughs> Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Yep. This is uh, like pre-South Park 2. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, right. This is like college film, kind of. Well, yeah, this is a film they made in film school. Yeah. So if you don't know what this is, and you've never heard of it, it is definitely a horror film, kind of. It's comedy horror. It's musical. comedy horror. Musical. Yeah. It is a musical um, because, it's, you know, it's, it's them. It's yep. Matt Stone, Trey Parker. Uh, they And you can really get a lot of their, like, their roots of like, them being music nuts. Like, they are... They are like, you know, they understand, uh, they can write music, they understand music. There's a whole that scene where they have an argument over the actual, like, I don't even know what it is. Like, they're, they're singing, and then one's like, oh, because it's a musical. And one's like, oh, I think your note was in blah, 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 C major sharp, and it should have been in this and that. And then one's like, no, no, it should have been. They have a whole argument over, yeah. like, like, fucking music theory in this film. Anyhow, it is a story of... Um, can't remember the guy's name. Is it the Donna Party? Yeah. 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 So it's based on a real thing that happened, kind of thing, but it's a musical horror comedy of like, yeah, a party of people that went across Colorado territory. They got lost, and they ended up eating each other. Yeah, like winter sets in. Yeah, or winter something. sets in, like ravenous. Yeah. That film, um, except they made it into a musical, <laughs> and uh, it's hilarious. Trey Parker is the main character. Um, Matt Stone is another character, He's there. and the other guy that's always in their films that's in basketball, like, like you know, Squeak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's in it as well yeah. as a character, and there's a couple other characters and stuff like that. Um, and Trey Parker's character, he's like their guide, and he had a horse. <laughs> this is in the story of the film. He had a horse that he loved. Um, the betrayed him and left him and so he's sad and it's just his girlfriend in real life it's this, he's named the horse her and everything like it's like because i've like listened to the commentary and he's just like he gets drunk in the they both get drunk in the commentary yeah and they start talking about this girl who fucked him who like left him to be with an acapella dancer and, he <laughs> and then he's like and because the commentary was done way after they'd done south park yeah at like later on the years, and he's like, "Oh, well, how how are you going now with your acapella dancer? What am I worth? What what is it like? Like sixteen million dollars? How's your acapella dancer going? <laughs> like he gets dark about it. Oh, it? see, this is why physical media matters because we don't get commentary tracks on things anymore. Yeah, they're great comment- you commentary. You only get tracks. them on DVDs and Blu-rays. Like I fucking love them. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, your, L- Lorraine is the name of the horse. It's just the actual name of the. He's like, <laughs> didn't even change it. Yeah, oh, and yeah, it's so about good. like his horse leaves him and goes and goes and hangs out with a whole bunch of uh, other, like let someone else ride it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and the music's fucking good in it because they're fucking heaps good at music. And, yes, they are. Uh, but the violence is so violent in it. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's just fucking funny. I haven't seen it since like. The 90s. I think it was on SBS one night and we watched it. This was about the time that South Park was 
just starting and got really big. Yeah, yeah. I, so they put it on SBS and I remember watching it with my older brother and it was just the funniest thing, but I couldn't tell you anything about it now. Yeah, it's great. Because it, it does get quite bloody and quite gory. Like they go they go ham with, with it. Yeah, and there's like a flashback of him like, because the whole thing is in, like, in court because he's the only one that makes it back. Yeah. And he's it, it, the, the film is him in, in the court case retelling the story kind mm-hmm. of thing. And um, fuck, this is great. <laughs> it's just great. He's such a uh, like a baby-faced, good-looking dude in it as well. Yeah. Trey Parker. He's not there. gotten like heroin bloated yet. Is he a heroin addict? I don't know. Oh. Nah, he's not. You couldn't, he, you couldn't pull out that kind of shit and be addicted to heroin. Um, yeah, no, just, just wicked. Just yep. a, such a good film. I mean... I think it's on Tubi at the moment. I think you can watch it on Tubi Ooh. or something. Oh, everything's on Tubi at the moment. It's fucking glorious. Yeah. The songs are great as well. Yeah. Fuck. Good film. Great film. All right. So my 93, which you think is abysmal, um, is Body Bags. <laughs> Body Bags. Uh, Toby, directed by Toby Hooper and John Carpenter. It also stars John Carpenter. Tom Arnold's in it. Um, Robert Carradine. Uh, Wes Craven makes a cameo. Sam Raimi makes a cameo. Um, so this is like an anthology film. Yeah. And, and I'm generally not an anthology yeah, that's what person. I mean, if like, the only thing you could pick was an anthology from that well, year. Well, there is, there is uh, The Good Son, which I have in my honourable mentions. We'll talk about that. But I watched this recently um, for the very first time and I really, like, I really enjoyed it. I don't know if I was just in a really good mood. I quite <laughs> enjoyed the wraparound. So I liked John Carpenter in this film as the mortician, you know, Talking about bodies and like leading us into the stories, and then he's like the crypt keeper. Yeah, the stories themselves weren't too bad. Yeah, the fucking the the one with Mark Hamill was great. Like he plays this this mustached, yes, mustached baseball player who has a car accident. He loses his eye, which basically means he won't be able to play baseball anymore. And then this doctor's like, "Oh, well, I can do an eye transplant." (laughs) So he gets a new eye. And it turns out that this eye belonged to like a serial killer who murdered women. So he starts to sort of see things. He sees where bodies are and he like starts to get. And his fucking wife is played by Twiggy because why not? She's like a model from the 60s. Um, so it's just like his descent into madness. It's it's so well done. There's another one with Stacy Keach um, and he's like balding. And he decides that it's like basically this episode of The Simpsons where Homer's buys all this stuff to grow hair and then he grows this glorious l- l- mane of hair. Jamoxin all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I can remember that. Right. Like, but can't remember like James Franco's name <laughs> from the last episode. Um, but Stacey Keach, he like, he gets this glorious mane of hair and then he just starts growing hair like literally everywhere else. And his this hair just starts engulfing his whole body on the inside out and, like that was really good as well. It's got real heavy eighties vibes. Like yeah, even it's, it's just like creep show. Yeah, it it is. It does nothing new for the anthology, but <laughs> it was just a fun watch. Like for me, I I think if uh, if I hadn't have watched this, it wouldn't have been on my list. But I did watch it, and I did really actually get into it. Well, um, it's true. If you hadn't watched it, you wouldn't have put it on your list. No, no, no. But like, <laughs> like if I'd have watched it like years ago, and you know whatever. But yeah, like I thought this was was really fun watch and I just can't believe it's like 30 now. I, um, when I was researching this, I accidentally put in like 1994 mm-hmm. when I was like, instead of three. And I was like, every list of like the best 1994 movies had funny man on it. Really? Yeah. And I'd never like four lists, mm. IMDb's, I think it's number 17 in the top movie, horror movies. Like, yep. And I'm like, funny man, like we'd known, had a couple of, I think we had, like, Never Noose was saying he watched it because, yep. like, we, we'd mentioned it. And well, he was it was, like, I mean, the aim of this thing is for you to watch the films we're talking about. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes you just don't have to. No. Yeah. You done? I'm done. Done. What, Body bags. What are we up to now? 2003. Mm. So, 2003. What happened in 2003? What was? The, what are the big events? We should, we, we should have started with that. Well, 83, what? I wasn't born yet. 93 was like, did Kurt Cobain die? Uh, Maybe. I was like eight. I'm just thinking if you're going to look up a year and if it just tells you 
the best things that happened in that year. <laughs> 2003, I graduated high school. Really? Yep. Mine was like 96 or something. Yeah, there, there is, but it's too long, the list. Mm, I think I was... I just uh, want the best thing that happens in each year. So I can get a... Get an idea. Yeah. Take you down memory lane. Yeah, I mem- was prom queen. What? That was a joke that backfired. What? Yeah, I was prom queen. What's a... Pr- we don't even have proms. I know. We don't have proms in Australia. We and then have my like- We have like the end of year, year 12 formal. And people thought it would be haha funny... Like, I'm like, oh, like, I'll, you can vote for me. I'll be prom queen. And people are like, haha, yeah, let's vote for Jen. And they did it, and I won. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? The only thing I know about prom queen is who killed the prom queen, that fucking <laughs> crafters fucking <laughs> band. Yeah, I have a sash, which I probably still have somewhere. But, yeah, what an uneventful wow. thing. Prom queen. Who's prom king? Uh, Some guy named David Beresford. Beresford? Yeah. That's like his mum was a teacher at the school. That's like you're trying to make up a name to say to the cops, and you're like Beresford. <laughs> so yeah, that's what happened to me in 2003. Wow, so that is that is great. Yeah, I can't you believe go. you've been a prom queen. Fun fact about me. That's a fucking heaps fun fact. <laughs> can't believe that never came up. I know. Um, so, so Freddy versus Jason, hey? Yeah, I did Freddy versus Jason. Yep. Yep. Um, I like this film. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think it's because like I really like the idea of these two entities fighting each other. I mean, they've been trying it. Like they'd been pushing for this crossover for years before. And there, like, there was a whole bunch of other crossovers they wanted to do as well, and they just yeah. never did them. Like they always wanted like I think that was Michael Myers. Yeah. And... They wanted Evil Dead as well. Like at some point. But uh, Free vs. Jason. You haven't seen it. Basically, it's set after I think it's set after six. Mm-hmm. No. No, it's set somewhere. Oh, it's set well, well after. No, because like six kills Freddy because they killed the gods that, that create him. Mm. Um, mm. No, the gods like bail on him. Yeah. It's set sometime. Who fucking knows? It's set in 2003. It's very yeah. fucking new metal. The whole soundtrack's fucking bowling new metal. Well, at the end of, at the end of Jason Goes to Hell, like they kill Jason. Yep. And then his mask is, is on the ground, remember, and then Freddy's glove comes out of the fucking ground yep. and grabs it and pulls it into the fucking, like, into the thing. And you know, people are like, what the fuck? And then Freddy was Jason. So I feel this is more leaning towards the Jason universe. No, who knows? Who knows? I don't fucking know how this happened. Yeah. But it did. It did. And we are lucky that yeah. it happened. Because it doesn't make any sense anyway, because Jason X is set it's so far into the future, but they've already... Done. Jason goes to hell, which is set before that. So yeah, yep. no, doesn't matter. Um, so the the story is all the all the Elm Street kids, um, uh, are gone. Freddy has lost his powers because you know if you don't know about Freddy, you have to know about him and fear him for him to yeah have to, any kind of power. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the kids that are left had been. Uh, the adults of Elm Street had put them into a, an old school, basically mental institution, mm-hmm. and drugged them up to the point where they can't remember. Yeah, they can't remember their dreams. They can't remember anything. Anything. There's like three of them left, or something like that. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, Freddie gets his plan. Yeah. He's like, "Oh fucking! They need to remember me. They need to remember. So they, the fear needs to be in them. So he." Coaxes. I, don't, I can't remember how he does it actually. He pretends to be Jason's, Jason's mum. Mom. He pretends to be Jason's mum. Goes down to Jason, who's lying dormant, and goes, "Jason, get up! You got to fucking go to Elm Street and kill yeah. the kids. They've been cunts." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she basically says, "Yeah, so pretty much." Jason wakes up in the rule. Uh, all the shit's like all the rules of both movies, which is wicked. Yeah. Jason wakes up as usual because his mum tells him to wake up and kill to kill. And he goes to Elm Street and he starts fucking taking kids out Jason style in yep. Elm Street, um, which then makes people, the, the, the adults start going, maybe Freddy's back. Mm-hmm. Fuck, you don't talk about Freddy. Oh, it must be Freddy though, like, you know? And of course, you know, the kids in the mental institution hear about this fucking, this, uh, these killings happening and they're like, maybe... I heard about this guy named Freddy that was killing people. Maybe it's him. So they break out of the 
thing and trying to save all the new kids. And they basically fuck everything up. Yeah. They make, they give, they, they start going, Freddy's back to all the kids. And people are like, Freddy? Who's Freddy? And as soon as you know about him. Yeah. So, be, yeah, what they do is they basically come into the school and cause fear and terror. Which is exactly what? Being all like, he's back. Freddy. And then uh, you get all these great scenes, like the party scenes in the cornfield. So, like, there's so many good Jason kills in this. Like, yeah. they really get, went good with the kills in this one. Yeah. Um, well, I'm really good. with the folding bed. Yes. Yeah, it's my favourite yes. Jason kill ever. And it's in yeah. a, yeah, so there's one where, like, yeah, Jason folds a per, in a folding bed upwards, but, like, the wrong way and breaks them up. Breaks like, his spine. That's so good. Yeah, so there's really good, brutal Jason kills in this, and mm. there's also Freddy in it. And, of course... It all goes great. Mm-hmm. People start to remember Freddy. Freddy gets back into the kid's dreams. He, starts he goes to kill this kid in the dream and he fucking, but then the kid fucking just die, chest explodes and dies before Freddy kills him because Jason's killed him in the real world first. Yep. And he's like, no, don't steal my soul. So then, but then Freddy works out that he can't stop Jason once he's started. Yep. So he's like, so then it basically is just like a, uh, they have Freddy has they have to kill each other. Yeah, and it's the most bloody fucking fight at the end. How so much gore is oh, in it? Oh, it's so good. Like they're chopping arms off, fucking the bit where I always remember the bit because yeah, because like whenever Jason gets knocked out, Freddy has an advantage kind of thing. Yes, and like, he can start attacking him in his dreams, which he then he does. But he pulled, but then. Jason pulls him out the dream, doesn't he, into reality? Is that what happens? Yeah, so the girl, one of the main girls, they basically figure out that they can pull Freddy out of his dreams and this is the way that, like, because they're terrified. It's lose-lose either way, so what they want to do is pit them against each other. So they basically, um, the plan is... Well, the one you want to kill is Freddy because you can get you can trick Jason real easy. Yeah, so the, the idea is to put them on even playing ground. They'll take them back to Crystal Lake... Pull Freddy out of his dream and just let them fight it out. Oh, that's right. Cause, yeah, so they because Jason's unconscious and they know Freddy's inside of him, like fucking with his dream. And, yeah, yeah, they drive him back and have that mouth to mouth scene, like to keep him. He's like drowning. So he, they like, what's her name from Destiny's Child had to, to give, give him Jason, mouth to mouth. and he's like the most fucked up version. Yeah, of like Jason. this is like. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so they water. take him back to Crystal Lake. Yeah, and pull it. Yeah, um, but it's fucking. And there's a bit where like Freddy's like. Thrusting, dick thrusting, and knocking like playing like, pinball, playing pinball with like yeah. Jason. Yeah, it's good. It's great. It's such a good like. It should have been the end of that. That should have been the end of both those franchises. That's a fucking. I can't believe how well it worked. Yeah, no, it, it like I mean, it's clearly got, taken them that long to get to that point. Like, but it worked really well. Yeah, it's weird. Who, I'm surprised who did they. That? I'm surprised they never came back to it doing like a sequel. Like, it would have had to have made some kind of money, but I think the, the, the rights for, for Jason kind of got tied up and then it went into, like, filmmaking limbo or something like that. Mm. Ronnie Yu directed it. Why does that name sound familiar? Charles Play. There you go. Charles Play, the... Uh... Oh, he did Fearless. That uh... He did the, uh, the Bride of Chucky. Oh, I love the Bride of Chucky. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. He's done a whole bunch of like Asian cinema as well because he's yep. an Asian person. Makes sense. The Bride with the White Hair. Oh. Yeah, he's done a whole bunch of fighting films and stuff as well. Anyway, um, yeah, and that's it. That's the film that I really like from that year. I really like. I had it on like DVD. Yep. And I watched it a whole bunch of times because it's just like I do get that and Freddy Six confused sometimes. Of just like the scenes because yep. when was Freddy Six? I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't really fit into the canon of the universes, both of them. They just did it. No. Because they're making all these different kinds of... Does it... it yeah. They, I don't think they have to be canon now. No. But, yeah. So I said there was that poster in, in Fangoria magazine which had all the, the greats on it. And yep. like, it was just like, imagine them all off against each other. <sighs> but, like, Freddy versus... Because they did... They did comics. They did yes. Freddy yes, versus did. Jason versus Ash. Yep. Um, well, they keep talking about like I mean they keep and they've putting done, and they've done they've done Ash versus the Reanimator as well. Yes, they keep putting all these these horror icons into like uh, Dead by Daylight and Mortal Kombat, but we want 
the fans, we want a fucking battle royale game with these horror icons. Yeah, but how would you do it? It's like, like Super Smash Brothers, but with horror. It, I, th- I mean, I know why they haven't done it because it's only going to appeal to a, a no. They a haven't niche done it because the IPs wouldn't and, work. Oh my god, the fucking IPs, man. Nah, that, that's why they haven't done it. Because I think um, there was a Blumhouse announced recently that they were. They're, they're moving into horror games, but they don't own the rights for a lot of things to make a lot of really cool stuff. They could do a Halloween. They've got the rights for Halloween at the moment. So The Conjuring? They could have a hung lady going around. Yeah. They could... Uh, yeah. What about... What were the um, Dead Silence? Is that, was that Bloomhouse? No, no, that was just the guy. No, that was just the guy. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, you, That's you, it. I'm you, done. You 2003 did. for me was Freddy versus Jason. All right, all the way. I fucking loved that. Yeah, I remember seeing that at, at the cinema with friends. It was a good time. Um, so mine is uh, because it's not Freddy versus Jason. Mine is Wrong Turn. This one <laughs> is <laughs> I know, I know. It's actually no fuck it. It's it's a good film. Um, Wrong Turn is one that's like kind of beasties. Yeah. So basically, it's it's like the hills have eyes, but set in the Virginia in West Virginia. Yeah. So basically, like this group of people, they're out on a camping adventure. They have a car accident with some guy who's running to a inter- job interview, and both cars get fucked up. They realize that someone had put, you know, spikes on the road to cause the problems. They go out looking for help. They come across the- these hillbilly people who are cannibals, and then it's basically them just trying to survive in the woods, getting picked off one by one in most very grotesque ways. Yeah, um, I remember this film being okay. Yeah, like, I mean, this sort of... Is there Wrong Turn 2? Like, there are so many in this franchise. And is then is I there think, four? Because they'd just be at the place they started if they were turning four <laughs> times. I think there probably is four films in the franchise. There's a lot. And there was one made very recently, like 2020 or 2021, something like that. Um, but this one, it just came out at the right time when I was really into horror at that point. Like, you know, I was still quite young and... Um, you know, Eliza Dishku's in it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you're, you're coming coming you're out of Buffy. She's a babe. You're watching her fighting things, you know. All these fucking Jeremy Sisto's in it for some reason. I don't know. Um, but it's just really good because you get a lot of these really good gore scenes where, like, you know, they drag one of the girls back to their, their cabin and they start, like, hacksawing into her, like, taking off her limbs. Meanwhile... Like, the blood is just pouring off this table and one of the girls is, like, hiding under it. Some other guy, he's, like, they're trying to get in and get out to get the keys. It does get quite tense throughout the whole film and everything they do is quite bloody. Being that it is 2003, there is not a lot of practical effects with... Um, yeah, CG. It's it's almost mostly CG. And oh, but all the guy, the people have masks. And oh, shit. yeah, they like, look fantastic. Prosthetic. I can't remember the it's name. It's like in that whole big vibe of, like, when these horror movies came out and all they had was just the cast of the people on the cover. Yeah. Like just like Final Destination or that. It's just mm-hmm. a bunch of good looking teens Sexy in different teens. poses and uh, from different distances away. Like, you know, like, yep. and it was like one of those kind of things. Like the, the cover is just her. Yes. Okay. Her with like something weird in the background. But like, you, you know, those kind of like, and then they're like in the, in the late, is it like 2000s or early teens or whatever it is? They did uh, all those like kind of cool covers, the the the, the metallic grey uh-huh. shit started yeah, coming like out. Yeah, 2010s, I reckon. Yeah, like all that. Like, there's a whole there's like decades of like cover trends. Yeah, you can generally pick up a cover trend. Um, but yeah, like this this film just came out at the right time for me. Like this was at the point when I like I say I was really into horror at this point. Um, this was sort of before I got old enough to be made fun of for liking horror and sort of backed off for a bit. But mm-hmm. yeah, this was, it's, it's just fun. I had a back off stage as well, but I think it wasn't making fun. I just got into drinking and partying and just didn't want to watch films. Yeah, no, that's fair. Actually, there's a good cover to Wrong Turn. It's just, uh, it's just, I think it's probably a special one. It's just barbed wire holding on an ear. Oh, I remember that cover. Yeah, yeah, holding like a chopped off ear and a chunk of flesh that's on with all blood coming down. That's very bloody. Because mm. I, I think Saw had a very similar, similar cover at one. Yeah, point, it's a very, it's it's almost borderlining on that like metallic, clean yeah. white, you know, the white, yep. the white cover 
like trend that oh, they did. Oh yes, very much so. So yeah, like this is definitely like wrong a fun... turn six. Yeah, I told you there's so many of them. Wait up. Wrong Turn 6 was 2003? No. Oh, no. It's just Wrong Turn. Yeah. <laughs> it's number 6 on the list. Okay, sure. Yeah, definitely worth checking out at least once. It's of its oh, no, time. Wrong, wrong Turn 6, Last Resort. Oh. Wrong Damn. Turn 5, Bloodlines. Wrong Turn 2, Dead End. It's <laughs> what they're called. <laughs> wrong. Uh, doesn't. Wrong turn three, left for dead, mm. but left. Oh, as in going, yeah. Yep. Oh, I get it. That's funny. <laughs> funny. Wrong turn Wrong turn four. I can't quite read it. I can't read its, it's catchphrase, but I, I'm going into it. You it, go, you go in deep. You dig in deep. The one that they released in 2020 or 2021 was actually quite good, but the problem that that movie had was that they put the wrong turn title to it like i think as if it had the last number six is just called wrong turn Mm. yeah i think that was just like yeah it's fine i think had they not have made it called it wrong turn um and just had it as its own standalone film it would have been so much better they were trying to like go to something like change it up yep but you know it's easier to i want to know this catchphrase the wrong turn for i need to know (laughs) it is bloody beginnings oh that's stupid. That is stupid. And set in the snow. Lame. All right. All right. We're kicking it along. What's your last one? 2013. 2013. Um, good films came out this year, but I have to go with like one of my favourite horror films, mm-hmm. um, which is like the the other end of my uh, my two styles of like horror films. I've got my like fun and gratuitous fucking prosthetics and fun and comedy horror, and then yep. I got my like kind of Seriouser ones, and this one is the only lovers left alive. Mm. It's a vampire film. Both of us have vampire films in there. Yeah, which is weird because, as I said, I didn't think I liked vampire films until well, did one last week and everything. I'm pretty certain Anton Yelchin was in this as well. Anton Yelchin, really? You know the kid from Fright Night before he died. Was he? Um, he must have been a, a very minor character, or just someone that came in very quickly. I think so. I can't remember the film. He wasn't it. He yeah. played Ian. <laughs> Classic Ian. Um, so, Only Lovers Left Alive is a story, a very slow-paced story about a bunch of o- over a thousand-year-old vampires. Yep. Played by Tilda Swinton. Ah. Bang. Fucking love Tilda and Swinton. And then Tom Hiddleston. Hid- Hiddleston. Yep. Loki. <laughs> um, and they live together in a, a house in like rural kind of like a rural america an old house and they have realized that they've lived for so long that they're just like they're not fucking they're not like they don't even go out and be vampires anymore yeah they're just like there's no point like mm. we've lived this long what's the point of going out and stalking people they just pay a dude to get them blood every month or whatever yep. um and they basically have like skills where they uh so Tilda Swinton's power is that she can touch something and like know all about it kind of Mm -hmm. thing kind of a like chew (laughs) and I'm not sure what Tom Hiddleston's power was like they've all kind of got like unique yeah powers they've developed kind of thing also John Hurt's in it as like they're like another vampire he's like friends of them and he's like Getting quite old. Yeah. They 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 don't live forever. They just age really slowly. Yeah. So Tom John Hurt's character was like he's like an original vampire, but he's like getting right near the end of his time. Yeah. But they don't they don't go out and stalk people or kill people or anything. They just live these lives, and because they've got as much time as they want, the film is shot in a way so all the shots are really slow and yep. long cuts, and he he. Tom Hiddleston's like a jaded musician. So he's really like, cause imagine how good you'd be at like. Yeah. And because he hasn't, um, they have to kind of keep themselves secret. He, he, he like is other people's muses. So he has influenced Beethoven. He taught Beethoven. So he's all the greatest musicians are all through him. Yeah. Like, all his songs and his things he's given out to them. 
under conditions and stuff. So he is like his power. It, that's his thing. He's and he's like the jaded musician. He's always constantly thinking about killing himself. Mm-hmm. He has like a a bullet that can end himself. Like a I can't remember. It was like a silver garlic lace bullet, whatever. He, yeah. But he, he pushes out and stuff. And Tilda Swinton is very like she's almost like a hedge witch. Yep. She's like very in tune with the world and the earth and stuff because you know been around so long and she can. She can like, like touch his guitars and she knows like what shows it's played and what other people have owned it and shit like that throughout. Yeah. And it's just fucking beautiful. Like it just works so well. And then of course another younger vampire comes into their fucking their uh world and starts living there and like upturns all their fucking their their she's y- a younger vampire, so she's still all about like killing, going yeah. out and sucking blood and they're just like and it's like it's like old people not understanding the youth, or, yeah, and or just like, we're above that. And it's just fucking such a nice slow burn, well done film. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a Jim Jarmusch film. Yeah, say that, no more. Actually, why didn't I mention that straight away? Yeah. Like you know, Dead Man, um, fucking the Rules of Engagement, fucking heaps, heaps of two hundred cigarette. No, yeah, no, yeah uh, coffee and, and cigarettes. Thank you. Coffee and cigarettes, like, so he is definitely, no one tells Jim Jarmusch what to do. No. He may, oh, the dead don't die? Yes. He just does his own thing. He does his own thing. There's a very Jarmusch, Jarmusch vibe about his shit. Like, he, he works with Tilda Swinton a lot, actually. Mm, I uh, would too. Yeah. He always gets gun actors in his things to do these, like, roles, and he gets into these strange roles and stuff. Like yeah. Ru- ru- is it the rules of engagement? No, no. Might have said the wrong one. Oh, can't remember. The one where this is the guy walking around a city with a suitcase in a yep. suit. And that's all the film is. He's just walking around. He just sits down and then a conversation will start. And it's the conversations he has with people. It's one of those black, it's all black and white. Yeah. For fucking hours it feels like. like yeah. But you still get something out. And the one, um, there's one where it's, uh, it's got like, it's got a rapper in it. And he lives by like a samurai law in modern days. Is it Ghost Dog? Oh, yeah. Is that him? It's got, um, I don't know. My brain is not in, it's not, it's, it's not in function. Jim Jarmusch is funny looking as well. <laughs> they always are. He's like big white hair. He looks like the collector he's, from he's the Marvel up Universe. He's David Lynch and he's Yeah, yeah. White yeah, hair. they all look like that, they don't, do. don't they? Cronenberg. I'm just going to find his filmography and get, get the... Uh, Ghost Dog, it was. Yep. Way of the Samurai. Who's, who's, who's the actor? Who's the actor? Yeah. It is that... Forrest Whitaker? What? Is it Forrest Whitaker? Yes. Yes. Got there in the end, guys. You got there in the end. It was, yep. it was a slow burn. We're yep. both... Now, what was the other one? Strangers in Paradise. No, I don't know. Coffee and Cigarette. Oh, you did Patterson. Did you see that? No. So that was another... Um, uh, fucking Kylo Ren film. Patterson is just about a guy named Patterson and he's a bus driver. Oh, cool. In a rural, in a shit town in America and he has a girlfriend. And that's the story. Huh. But it's like, it's all well acted. But it's Jim Jarmusch. It's Jim Jarmusch. Eh? You're always going to watch it. Early. Limits of Control. That's the one I was talking about. Okay. I Did I say that? Is that what I said? No. Man, he has a lot of films I have not... No, they can't all be his. Just copy and paste Burning it. Down the House. David Bowie film clip. Doesn't matter. Just copy the whole list and do what we're going to watch. Yep. Nothing but Jim Jarmusch Have from you now seen on. Dead Man? It's like... I've seen... I saw Dead Claire's Man... Claire's favourite film like in the world. years ago. It's I've pretty, not seen it in... It's pretty known. Like, it's got that head-crushing scene, which is so shocking. Mm. It's like the head-crushing scene in, that... in Drive. Because it came out, well, I remember watching it around the same time that I watched Dancer in the Dark, which is an absolutely heart-wrenching, beautiful fucking film. That's so I think a, um, it was just like... That's, um, who did that? That's, um, that's another one of Claire's favourite films. Is that uh, Lars von Trier? Yeah. Yeah. And um, um, I haven't watched it. I just won't watch it. It's, oh my God, you want a good cry, watch that film. It's heartbreaking. But yeah, so I remember watching... That's York, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she did it so well. Apparently, 
didn't she never do anything after that because of the experience of how traumatic it was to be in that film? I think so. Working with that director? Up until she was in The Northman recently. Yeah. That's, like, she hasn't done anything since then because of how, how badly he treated her. Yeah. And, oh, God, you poor... That film, man. Good film. But, yeah, so I watched Dead Man around the same time that I watched that and I was like, I need a break from these kinds of films. Limits of Control. You should watch that. I'm going to see what... It, what uh, it's synopsis. Right? Limits of Control... Doesn't even say what its synopsis is. Oh, well, a mysterious loner is commissioned to complete a mission that leads him on a journey across Spain, collecting clues to make him re-examine his consciousness. Huh. It's it, yeah, and it's I don't think it, I Tilda think it, Swinton's in it. Bill Murray's in it. John Hurt's in it. Gal Garcia Bernal's in it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's not I mean. Interesting. And I think the main guy. That Liash de Balanque Bal- mm. doesn't even speak in the whole film. Okay. I think. It's been a long time. I haven't seen that one. I've seen that one once and I may have walked out halfway through. Yeah. It's not streaming on anything. Uh, you can rent or buy it from Amazon. That's about it. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'll we're find we're it. losing our shit. We are. What's your, uh, that's my film, 2013. They're my, my top. Video drone. Cannibal the Musical, Freddie vs. Jason, Only Lovers Left Alive. Not the best list. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, no, nah, it's... it's pretty good. Freddie vs. Jason, Video Drones, really good. And Cannibal the Musical, I love. But Yeah. And, yeah, no, that is a good list. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with your but, list. But like, there'll be a lot of people out there that wouldn't agree with that list. That's fine. You can tell us in the comment section. Let's have a talk about it. We pissed off some people the other day. Did we? With our Invisible Man. Yeah. Yeah, Emma Duran. She fucking... Ooh, she we also pissed some people off with my hypothetical Evil Dead movie that we got a massive thing wrong that we forgot about. The Kandarian Castle is where they got the fucking dagger from. <laughs> and the, Shut up. Because uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, they're fine on some dig site or something. I'm like, it, the castle's in Evil Dead But I was, I remember saying in the thing that I was like, oh, I'm not counting Evil Dead 2. Mine yep. was just Evil Dead. Yeah. Like, so that was all stuff from Evil Dead 2, which is a remake of number one. So, in theory, that bit's moot. Yeah. <laughs> also, if I want to, like, you know, really get into it. It's our defend. episode. We do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like, I'm all cool for opinions. Like, please. Like, that's how conversations happen. Um, yeah. Anyway. Oh, if, if, if I've always said, if everyone liked the same shit, everything Yeah, would be it sh- would be boring. And I've also said, if you don't like something, it doesn't mean it's bad. No. Because there's a lot of other people out there that, may, that like it. So, yeah. that means, like, it's yeah, not, I don't want you're to sh- not right over anyone else. Like, no. yeah, it's just that you don't like it, but you have to understand that other people can like it. Mm. Otherwise, shit would be boring. It's true, but I love I love reading people's opinions and thoughts, and as long as we all respect each other, it's all good. Uh, so my last film on my list, I went with. Uh, it was a hard one to pick for. This I wanted one. this one as well. Yeah, this is one of my favorite films. I went with Dark Skies, twenty thirteen. How good is it? So we've done we've done an episode on it. Go listen to it. It's fine. It's got Kerry Russell in it, directed by Scott Stewart. Basically, this family um, feel that they are being. It's almost like a haunting. Like there's something. Yeah, yeah. Wrong. And I reckon they would have done real well better if they had done it as a haunting film as branded. Yeah. Like, done it like fucking, um, like what Dustal Dawn did. It looked like it was a killer film, you know yeah. what I mean? Not a vampire film. Like, as in, like, you know, you know, road trip killers or whatever. Like, crime film, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I reckon it would have been better and the reveal would have been so much better. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just didn't know it was an alien abduction thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, basically, like, this family, they standard suburban family like shit starts going wrong with one of their kids he's having seizures he's seeing things shit starts happening in the house things are being moved around it's all weird and they're just not birds start flying into the house birds have been flying into my house (laughs) like three pigeons on three different occasions have thrown flown into the front room like the front windows they just thunk straight into the window some tinting on there reflect what the shit is happening no not reflective they're probably flying because it's reflective and they think it's you always wonder why they don't they don't try and avoid the other bird flying straight towards them <laughs> they're, they're just playing chicken yeah um but yeah so like this film it 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 because i don't remember it being marketed as an alien abduction film i re- i vaguely remember it just being like some weird supernatural film so as you get through this film and you're like all this shit is happening and then there's that it's called dark twist. skies which i be- 
know, but you know, you you go into it going, what? This is not what such a good film. And it never it never so jumps good. the shark. No. It, it never re- like does the big reveal. It does like a Babadook kind of vibe. Oh, where we, you don't when quite, you start seeing the the aliens. Well, they're always like out of focus oh, and in the background so or the foreground. Yeah, you know, you never it never shows them. It shows them enough that mm. you know that they're scary. Yeah, and and um, you it lets you play on the mythos of greys and alien abductions that you know what they look like, but it doesn't quite show you that what yeah. they look like. But you know, and you make up in your mind exactly what they all look like. Yeah, and it's it's really well done because it, it doesn't ever like. As I said, doesn't it doesn't jump the shark. It doesn't have the yeah. lumbering monster, and you're like, oh, that doesn't look very no, good. No, and that's the thing because like a lot of a lot of what you see of them is in the dark. It's in a dark room. Um, so, and they're in the back, or they're and that's the thing. Following like, them, and yeah. then when one reaches out to touch it, and then goes, no, maybe no. I won't. Like but that's could, the kind of thing that it, terrifies you when you're a. At home in the dark, and you, there could be anything in those shadows. And it's also so hopeless. It's yeah. like the ring, where like you can't get out of it. You can't win. It's not. It's, it's they've they've picked you. You. No are the one's focus. gotten out of it before. That's like, it. You're yeah. done. And they look yeah. at all these. Uh, you got fucking um, uh, uh, J.K. Simmons. Yes, he's the, the expert. He's the expert slash the nut. Mm-hmm. Um, J.K. Simmons fucking voice is wicked. Yeah, and he does it well. Have you seen him lately? He's gotten buff. He's doing like some film. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's no, he, like... He got... Hey, what? Buff. Fuck. Doesn't matter. Hollywood buff. Anyway. What is it? Uh, uh, chicken breasts and broccoli. That's yeah. all they eat. Chicken breasts and, and broccoli. And then just do workout all day. Mm. Fuck me. Can you imagine how much you'd hate those two foods by the end? Yeah. Because that's all they're like... That's how Thor... I, I remember reading about how he got like, buff real quick. Like, yeah. It's not healthy and it's not real muscle. It's not sustainable. Well, you're not strong. No. It's just show. Yeah. It's all about how they've like researched the best way to get the most glamour muscles mm-hmm. you possibly can. They have no core strength. You'd probably kick them and they'd just break, <laughs> fall over. They're um, all top heavy. They just fall over because they've got no core strength. Well, we've watched this, not to go off track again, we've been watching Physical 100 on Netflix, which is a Korean uh, game show where basically all the strongest people in Korea have come to compete to Are see they who's the strongest. Weird people. Oh no, they're like they're like actual people. Like there's an ice climber, like fiery. There's all these people, and then there's like ice the one dude that come out and he's like, they're like, oh my god, he's so big, and he's like, he is big, but it's all fucking glamour. Yeah, man. So he makes his way through the whole thing, and then it's like, oh, you need to to lift up this boulder and hold it for as long as you can. And he couldn't even fucking lift it because everything he's, he's got no strength. It's all yeah, there's fucking no, He's glamour. got no core to like pull it up. Yeah. You know, like to... So, yeah. He'd probably beat you in an arm wrestle. Maybe. Oh yeah, maybe. But you know, whatever. So we'll kick out some honorable mentions. Um, so that's guys. That's guys. Great fucking film. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. If you like alien abduction, it may be the best alien abduction film. Mm-hmm. Next but... fire in the sky. Yep. Definitely. But Fire in the Sky. Was that 93? No. If that was 93, that's on my list. But anyway, so some honorable mentions. Oh, man, there's so many. Because like, so it's, it's like 40 years worth of films. I know. Well, this list for, for me, Um, so I've got of Unknown Origin, this 1983. Is the, so these are the 83s first. This is the one with Peter Weller, Um, and he's got the giant the rat, rat. The, the rat. rat. We watched this. It was so much fun. Um, you've got Jaws 3D. I'll die on that hill. It's a fun, stupid fucking film. Is that the one where it's the in... shark chases them across the world? No. Oh, that's the revenge when it. That's like, the revenge with the, Michael. It just King. somehow has a like a it's plan, got a and, it, and it knows who people are, and it can follow. It knows where they are on land. <laughs> yep. So good. Uh, you, we've got Sleepaway Camp. Oh, that film's rubbish, but it's funny. So good. That end shot. <sighs> screaming. Classic. Sleep, screaming cock shot. Classic. So, 93, we've got The Good Son with uh, Macaulay Culkin and uh, Elijah Wood. Yeah, yeah. So, Macaulay Culkin plays like a psychopathic kid. This is a great film as well. If Body Bags wasn't on my list, this would have been it. I'm going to throw in Hocus Pocus anyway because it's Hocus Pocus. It's gateway horror. Um, You've got Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. Um, Then, of course, we jump into 2003. We've got, I had to put it on the list, House of a Thousand Corpses. It's just one big, long Rob Zombie music video. Um, you've got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I like Massacre. House of a Thousand Corpses, though. Same. Like, I thought it was a, a generally, like, disturbing film. I watched it late at night. I think, like, 
I, I think I was sick and I had a fever, oh, which no. is always a real bad time you to watch horror movies. You and your fever uh, yeah, movie watching. Fever watching things. And yeah, when Dr. Satan came out, yeah. like I generally was scared and repulsed. I didn't yeah. know what was... Uh, yeah, I was like, this is... Yeah, you know, like, you know when you. I mean, this film gives us a it gives us an icon. We get Captain Spaulding out of this, and then from there, like it, you know, Rob Zombie he goes on to do The Devil's Rejects, which I think is one of his best films. Yeah, because it's got Freebird um, at the end. So oh, fucking Freebird, so gritty. The hardest, the hardest. Claire has um, she has PTSD from that from Guitar Hero. It's like oh. the hardest because she used to have Guitar Hero and love it, and yeah. it's the hardest song on there, and it gets so hard, and it goes for so long. Yeah. And she never finished it. Uh, so I, I play it now. She's like, fuck. <laughs> crazy. Uh, you also get the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, 2003 remake, which I thought was a lot of fun. Good film. We get some really good shots in that. They really sort of turn it up with the, the gore. Um, you've also got Undead, which I think <laughs> we've touched on previously. Australian horror, zombie horror. Um, 2013, we've got The Conjuring. We've got the Evil Dead remake. And we've got World War Z. I like World War Z. I mean, the first half of it's wicked. The book was better. I can imagine the book would be vastly better. Oh, yeah, it, it Do you remember they paid that. it out in South Park? That yes. every time Cartman, that he, that it was on a plane, it just crashed and he was fine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's just how he got out of the off of a plane. It just yep. crashed and just he got crashes. Out. I thought that was it's funny. Yeah, because he, yeah, he just survives the plane crash. Yeah, and the only one. He's fine. So good. Um, I got a couple that I'm going to add to my watch list because I really haven't. Like, I've never seen Cujo. That's also 83. Cujo to me is a weird film. It's just not very interesting. It's just some people stuck in a car with a dog out the front. Uh, that could be interesting. It's got Dee Wallace in that. I will watch is it. That, is that the right one? Yes. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Um, 2003, we've got A Tale of Two Sisters, which is a J-horror film. I've heard a lot of really good things about it. It's on lists for, like frightening whatever and then 2013 is uh willow creek which has been recommended to me a few times this is bobcat goldthwaite's bigfoot movie Um, what yeah so (laughs) yeah uh that's is he in it i no, he's not in it he he directs it it. um it's been praised as one of the best like bigfoot movie kind of deals is it found footage i think so i'm not sure but it's it's on my list, so. Man, the cover's awesome. Yep. Real awesome. Yeah, I don't know how good it is, but I'll I'll get there. It's on it's on my watch list. Um, it's only ninety yeah. minutes, so. Uh, could do it as a. We could do it as an episode. Might be really bad. We'll find out. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so that's our list. Um, obviously, if you guys have. Your own favorite films from each decade. <laughs> let us but know. The third year of each decade. Um, but yeah, like let us know because it, it I, I really definitely want to see what everyone else is keen on. Did you like it? Did you not like it? It's, you know, whatever. Yeah. And before we sign off, I want to uh, just thank our listeners for a moment for interacting with us one way or another over the past fortnight. Patrick Roberts, Will and Chappelle. Chappelle. Uh, Kevin Patterson. Oh, Cripsy. 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 Emma Duran. Saya Suli. Saya. Yeah. Uh, what's his next name? Where, where am I? What am I up to? Oh, the name that you, Sh- Shireen. Yep. Shireen Lee Kokoek. <laughs> I'm sorry. I yeah. Dion Cracknell, Chris Franks, fucking Adam Gillespie, all the greats, all the greats. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. I saw a really cool comic that Adam Gillespie did the other day because he's a comic. Cr- is this his coy one? No, no. This is this one he just did on um, just. On the internet, just put it yep. up on his thing. He, right, so he does little moments from his life, and like his son's getting, um, his son is getting older, and he's like, his son comes in and goes, "Hey, Dad, can we go watch a film at the cinema?" And um, he goes, "Oh, sure. Do you want to go see this new uh, Avatar?" I can't remember. He just said a film, and he goes, "Oh, actually, I, I, I really want to go see like this horror film that's coming out." And he's like, and then it just shows Adam like going. And then, like this, it's, it's the last panel is him in the cinema with his son. The son's watching, and he's looking at his son, and he's just thinking, "We're going to watch so many good films." And it's like he's drawing like Jason. It's like a proud dad like, moment. In, yeah, proud dad moment. In the speech bubble, you've got like Jason and Freddie, and I can't remember the other one and stuff yep. like that. And he's like, "And I'm like, that's a great." 
Oh. A little moment that oh. you're going to be able to like show my little sh- heart. Show off. That's amazing. Well, I, 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 I would definitely want to check that out because, like, yeah, he did our. Oh, um, we could, we could share it on. I think we could. We, we will. I'll forget, but we will. Cool. That's the end. Um, that's the end of it. So check us out. No one listens to this bit. Yep. Have a good time, and I will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.